0: My name is Emma Martin, and this is the Lazy Keto Mum Podcast. If you are looking for help with keto and low-carb, you have come to the right place. Hey guys, it's Emma Martin, I'm the Lazy Keto Mom, and I've got somebody super inspiring. She doesn't think she is, but I think she is. I'm talking to Simone today from Keto Loco, Seriously Good Food. So Simone and I met, I don't know, maybe a year ago when we were doing the Keto Weekend, might have even been more, and we just connected because we are souls on the same journey. We're both fairly entrepreneurial and I love the way she thinks. I also happen to love her Lumingtons
1: because she does make seriously good food. Hi, Simone. How are you doing? Hi, Emma. Thank you for that amazing introduction. I'm well. I'm very well. Well, you're welcome.
0: I think when you meet your people, you, you kind of know and then you got to stick together. And when I asked you to do this podcast, you were like, well, I don't know what to say. But I reckon you got tons to say. So I'm going to ask you the questions to pull it out of you, if that's okay. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Bring it on. Awesome. Let's do it. So your business Keto Loco is how old? A couple of years? Yeah, almost three years old. And what was it that inspired you to do that?
1: So I travel for my real job that pays for Keto Loco and I am low carb keto and I just could not find decent prepackaged meals. The ones that around say they're low carb but they're not really low carb or they have fillers and bad oils and all those types of things in it. So, and I also love to cook. I'm a massive massive cook have been since a very early age and I don't have any hobbies. So, my children are a bit older, they're boys, they go off with their dad playing sport and I'm left sitting at home and not really doing anything. So, I decided to start this business. And started with just pre-packaged meals. And that's, I guess, the start of everything. Amazing. So you went keto before that? Yeah, quite a bit before that. I reckon I've lost count to be fair, but about five years ago, I had a little bit of weight, but not much, just a small amount. And I just could not crack it. You know, After you go past 40, it just is really hard, no matter what you do. And I would run half marathons and I still couldn't lose the weight. And so because I drive a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of books, audio books, and they just, all all the nutritionists were talking about low carb. And then I think I got onto Diet Doctor, which I love because it's very open-minded, very scientific. My background is science. So I really related to all those stories and researched it a lot. And then went, I'm going to try it, but did it all the right way. So I didn't get keto flu. I didn't get all of those things because I made sure I had my electrolytes up, my magnesium, all of that type of thing, and it just went really smoothly. And it was just easy. I'm not a sweet person. I can deal without my pasta. I love my bacon and eggs. So, well, <laughs> not fun. Funny.
0: So, oh, well, I think you're very sweet, but you, I know I knew what you meant. So, what did you? What were you feeling before? Like you say, you didn't have much weight to lose. Like, what was the motivation for you going? inverted commas, keto?
1: I think it was when I started doing the research, it wasn't just about the losing weight. To me, keto is about all the other things. So it's your health, it's feeding your brain with healthy foods. The industry I'm in, which is veterinary, have the highest suicide rates out of any industry. And I do a wellness symposium for them every year. And, you know, friends committing suicide. And there's some really clear, really good studies behind the mental health benefits of going keto and just how good you feel and, you know, the reduction in in all sorts of diseases, metabolic diseases. So it wasn't just the weight. It was just wanting to live long, to play with my grandchildren and to be healthy when I'm old. I don't want to be old and decrepit and not be able to move. I want to be old and, you know, run around. Yeah. And, and then You go. No, that's that's where it all started.
0: That's amazing. And I think so often, I mean, we, we come to keto for fat loss. But then yeah. when you see all the other benefits, you're like, oh, my God, my brain works. What are the top things other than fat loss that you've actually experienced doing this?
1: I think one of the things I've noticed is just not getting depressed, anxious, stress. I mean, I it is very stressful. It's a very, you know, I'm running pretty much two full-time jobs. So I'm very busy there's lots of things happening my anxiety levels should be a lot higher but I'm just not stressed about it like I I just get through I just get through day to day and I think that's one of the big things I feel most is that anxiety dropping and obviously I also used to get arthritis in my hands the pain's gone you know it's hereditary my arthritis so probably those are the top Anxious, inflammation reduced. I'm trying to think of the other five, mental health, mental clarity, no brain fog, all of those types of things.
0: It's funny, isn't it? Who would have thought you could just improve your mood and your your coping mechanism with diet? It, yeah. And considering it's the very opposite of the food pyramid, and all of a sudden everyone's starting to feel better. And I think has it what what's the impact on your
1: family been? You know, it's really interesting because at the start they were just not in it, not in it at all. The kids, like I'd still cook them pasta with the spaghetti. They'd still be eating lots of bread and my husband was the same. Like he he runs marathons, he's very healthy, but he loves his cheese on toast, you know. It's just his, his go-to and he's just not only has he changed the way he's eating, he's now studying psychology and he's doing it for his thesis. So He's just done a complete turnaround, which I'm so proud of, and he doesn't have those bread. He doesn't have as much breads so or pasta. He's still not keto, but he's now aware of the carb content in things and how carbs can negatively affect your health. So
0: that's Isn't been lovely, funny. That's amazing. So have you kind of got a, a bit of a new husband, like a a bit of like? Is he
1: calmer and does he cope better and stuff, or? He's always calm, like <laughs> he's just chilled always. So I can't really tell that that difference, but I think I, I, with his energy with running and marathons, like you know, you used to carb up before a marathon, like that's what you did, that's what you were told to do, and now he doesn't, and he's running just as fast. So he doesn't right? do too many marathons, so I shouldn't really talk it up that much. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he has more energy following the opposite of the food pyramid. the the, the short version it's really amazing isn't it and I think when you first start looking at keto like what what were your thoughts it's like you, you mentioned the scientific side of it before so before you started researching that what were your thoughts around keto and low carb do you think
1: I remember years before I even started on it, our next door neighbors were trying to lose weight and they were living on bacon and eggs. And I went, that is impossible. That cannot be healthy. That is ridiculous. They're going to die early. And now I've just done such a turnaround. It's, It's such a head changing moment when you look at the research and go, actually, that makes sense. Sugar is not good for you. Sugar is evil. And you can see it with your children. You feed your children sugar and they go psycho. So how can we possibly think that's good for them? It just makes perfect sense now. Absolutely.
0: And I think when you see it in full flight, you understand. Well, it's great. Thank you for raising that sugar thing. Because as you know, I'm a little bit of a sugar Nazi. When you... So what sugar replacements did you sort of introduce because like you truly have the best Lamington's keto friendly that I've ever tasted like I don't want people I don't want you to give away your recipe but what are the sugars and what sort of the little replacements do you do that would be useful for people
1: sure so I am not a sugar person at all I've always been savory but when I started my business everyone wants sweet treats so my go-to first which I if I had to do a sweet I'd do a cheesecake so cheesecake with caramel drizzle that has no sugar in it was probably my signature dish. I have to say, I did not invent my lamington. I'm going to be honest in front of everyone. My chef, who is amazing dessert queen, I said to her, we're in Australia. We need a lamington. It's, you know, you can't have no lemon." And she just created this thing. So I've tested all the sugars. So all the replacement sweeteners, I wanted something natural. So first of all, I'm all into natural product. So all my food has no bad oils. We use macadamia oil, avocado oil, olive oil, coconut oil are our oils. I've tested all the sugar replacements, the natural ones like urethritol, xylitol, stevia, monk fruit. And I've thought that the one that tastes... The nicest, I think, is just the xylitol. So we buy in our xylitol by like 20 kilo bags and we go through it very quickly because we make a lot of lemmintons.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I have to say all of your stuff is absolutely nice. I may have spent a little too much money last time I saw you and walked out through the shopping center <laughs> you carrying do, thank like you. massive bundles. <laughs> oh, you're, no, thank you. So what are your top
1: selling treats then? Yeah. Definitely by far the caramel cheesecake with caramel drizzle. Then it would probably be sitting between the Lamington or the tiramisu. The tiramisu is quite popular. The brownie is just—it's a, a brownie, but I think because it's everyone can get brownies gluten-free, I think they go for the ones like a Lamington or a tiramisu that they can't normally get. So I reckon those are the top three. We're making at the moment, which is also not my invention, a macadamia and caramel muffin. I. I did it the other day in the microwave for 20 seconds and there was just this oozy sauce that just came all out of it. And I'm like, oh my God, even, I know I didn't, it's good. I shouldn't yeah, talk about my own terrible. stuff like that. Oh my God, it was good.
0: Oh, yummo. So, yeah. okay, so xylitol. And then obviously keto is about replacing flowers. So what kind of flowers are you yeah, using?
1: These? a lot of almond flour. We go through a lot. I would say 10 kilos a week at least. Use a little bit of coconut flour. And that's pretty much it for everything. We use a lot of eggs, a lot of cheese. So our staple ingredients, unfortunately, are quite expensive, but you're looking at kilos upon kilos of butter, cheese, almond flour, which is really yummy. But that's the base of a lot of our stuff. So I guess our most popular savoury dish would be our pies. So I think we're the only business that make pies and sausage rolls that are gluten-free and low-carb. And they're sitting on like two grams of carbs.
0: It That's amazing.
1: tiny, And they've got high protein. I think the keto movement is leaning now towards higher protein, a little bit lower fat, which really suits me, especially as you get older. And as women, we need more protein as we mature. So I... First, when I made my pre packaged meals, I really stuck to that 60, that 70, you know, 2010 type of rule, just because, you know, there are Nazis out there, you know. But the more research I do, the more I get into it. I've increased my protein a little bit, kept my carbs always super low, and then just adjusted your fats and your proteins, is how I invent my meals. And yeah
0: that's that's incredible I think because of the things that are hard the things you really miss when you go keto I suppose are pastry it's like what do I eat the middle of the sausage roll do I just scoop out the middle of the pie like every now and again I'll have I've done that pie. you do though don't you I scoop like, out the pie <laughs> I
1: thought I was the only one who did that no and then it's like because if you eat the pastry you don't feel good Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sausage I've, I've taken the pastry off a sausage roll before <laughs> Yep, I reckon there will be
0: so many people nodding and smiling right now. And yep. you know, that that's the thing when you first start keto and going back a few years, there weren't these options. And I think you're truly one of the first Brisbane type companies doing this. So yep. and I think you go what, Southeast Queensland, your stuff goes through?
1: Yeah, we we kind of pop into a lot of places. So deliveries to Brisbane, out to Logan, down to North Lakes, Sunshine Coast, we do drop-offs to Woomba. We go in all those areas, but then I have a distributor, which I deliver to every morning, every Wednesday, and they go up to not IGAs, but independent grocery stores all up north. So they're at Hamilton Island. Hamilton Island is one of my biggest clients. I guess so it's
0: hard for them to get like fresh, yeah, real food. And...
1: Yeah, yeah, so they're there. They're in Rockhampton. They're in Maryborough, Toowoomba, Toowoomba Townsville. So that's really interesting. And they're a great company. So anyone can go into an independent grocer and ask about it. That's so, incredible. So what yeah. the veggies do you stick in your main meals? Pretty much the standard keto veggies. So cauliflower we buy, boxes, box loads of broccoli, chilies, onion zucchini we do zucchini noodles so they're probably the staple vegetables pumpkin so but I always make sure I get the lower carb pumpkin so you know you can do a butternut pumpkin but it's quite a lot higher in carbs than you jack pumpkin so we make sure we only use jack or kent pumpkins so we just little things, things right little things it's
0: a little yeah Yeah. and so what kind of proteins are you putting in just your everyday like chicken and fish and all of that sort of stuff what are you using
1: we we don't use fish even though that's an amazing protein but to to pack it and and send it and keep it is just a little tricky because you've got to be obviously very aware of health risks and all that type of thing when you're managing meals we do have our pre-packaged meals is are done under a gas pressure so we can keep them for longer. So they're fresh meals that last 12 days, which is great, but we do stick away from seafood. So, you know, we do mince. And I was actually having a conversation with my meat guy the other day and he's like, you know, your mince is going up. And I said, stop giving me the premium mince. I want more fat. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I want you to add more fat. And he thought I was insane. I'm like, it's okay. I'll pay less and give me more fat.
0: (laughs) Isn't it funny? It's life-changing really. And you buy the fattier cuts of meat. I like all the cuts that nobody else wants to buy. It's awesome.
1: Absolutely. So brisket, we do a lot of brisket, mince, chicken thigh. And I have people saying, "Oh, do you use chicken breast? I'm like, no, I actually use chicken thigh because not only is it cheaper, but it tastes way better. So,
0: So tell tell me a little bit about the fat content of meat and why you're choosing to go the higher fat content over the protein.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm really trying to do more fat. I just think that we're lucky that the tastier cuts have more fat in them. So, we're, we're not really trying to get really, really fatty, but we just happen to have that type of cut, which is nice. You know, we use pork belly. And we just don't trim it. We don't trim it as much. So, and I think you know
0: it, when you eat that sort of food, you feel so satisfied that you don't miss the other stuff.
1: Exactly, you feel so full. And protein makes you feel full as well. So fat and protein, you know, they they last a long time. You don't need to eat in between meals because you're you're going longer. So life changing, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah. What's your favourite, sorry, what's your favourite two or three meals that you make Oh, either at home or in your Keto Loco business?
1: Yeah. The first meal I invented, because what I thought was, what does everyone else like? What do they want? So the two that my family and I go to is the the first one, which is a slow-cooked beef brisket with chimichurri, smashed pumpkin and feta. So, because that was my favourite, so I'm like, well, clearly I need to do that. And then it really is my pies. So I, you know, I have a stock of them in my freezer. My kids take them, like my older son takes it cold to school and eats a savoury mince pie at school cold. And I think they're just my grab to, and they're so filling. So they, I reckon they're the two. The sausage roll at the moment is my key one because it tastes. Exactly like a sausage roll. Okay. I love my sausage rolls.
0: I'm going to need to visit you because you're doing the markets at the moment, aren't you? Yes, yes.
1: So, markets are coming along. So, we've only been doing markets for a couple of weeks now. I'm really enjoying the atmosphere, the camaraderie ship, the like swapping meals. Like, a vendor will come to me and say, Can I have a sausage roll? And I'll say, If I can have that sausage, no bread, we've got a deal. And so it's just a really nice atmosphere. But I'm getting so many. The thing I love when I've had, when I go to the public and I'm in markets or in store or wherever I've been over the last three years, what keeps me going when I've had staff shortages and price rise massively? What keeps me going and going is hearing people's stories. And I love that. I have people who, have massive depression who have changed their lives. Obviously, I get all the type 2 diabetes people coming in and saying, I'm going to reverse my type 2 diabetes. I said, well, you've come to the right place. And it's just, you know, hearing their weight loss goals and I've just lost 50 kilos. I'm like, really? (laughs) You look amazing. And it's just seeing people on their journey and hearing their stories, it's what keeps me motivated because it's hard. Two full-time businesses is hard. But my customers are what make me. So yeah, and people love to
0: share it with us. Like I think when you find this lifestyle and you you just your life changes and you're not chasing the food and you feel so much better, you want to tell everybody about it. And so yeah. when they see either your stand or my stand, they're like, "Oh my god, I need to tell this person." They're dragging their friends over, and it is. It's that bit of of people sharing that is so inspiring. So where to next for you? Like, what are you, you're obviously sending food around, you know, Queensland, Australia. So guys, if you're not in Australia, sorry, not sorry, sorry we're keeping. I'm sure you've got places that make amazing keto food. And I think you would just have to Google it. So what's next for you and Keto Loco?
1: Sure. So I have, I don't have actual sites. You can come and sit down and have a meal. And I don't think I'll be doing that for quite a while. But what I am seeing happen is obviously my markets are great and they promo me, but my online is growing, but also my desserts in in cafes. So I've just started selling into cafes and they're going really well. Ooh, so, tell me
0: about that. What are yeah, they Yeah, so I've got a
1: couple of cafes that are coming on board and it's it's just sugar free. So that you know how all the big Cokes and they're now jumping on the bandwagon, even though it's crappy sugar that they're putting in, but everyone now is starting to realize, just get rid of that sugar, reduce it as much as you can. So you get these cheesecakes and lamingtons and they don't know the difference. They can't taste the difference, but they they know that they're doing well because it's got sugar-free lamingtons and they taste amazing. So that's starting to grow a bit. I'm doing party platters because it's really hard as someone on keto to go to parties and to plan parties. When you don't want to stock your your Jats crackers and all of those things so I'm starting to do party platters and grow that part of the business. So there's so many things so many eyes in the fire I'm approaching dietitians and doctors so that my background is medical so selling into doctors is part of the process I think
0: amazing. So tell me what's on your platters what what would I expect?
1: Okay so <laughs> <laughs> I make my family so my my husband is part of nine children we have a lot of family gatherings it's and they're all together in Brisbane so it's great it's a great party every time there's lots of nephews and nieces running around I do a mean curried egg so you know you've got a great curried egg there you've got some I'm teaming up with local products to get your crackers And your meats, a whole variety of different salamis and and really nice cold cured hams and homemade dips that you know don't have those nasties in it. Because if you looked at a dip container, there's a lot of unhealthy Numbers. numbers in there. Exactly. So all whole ingredient dips, that type of thing.
0: Real food.
1: Real food. Real food. Which actually
0: is the way it needs to go. I don't know about you, but when I started doing markets like three or four years ago, and people were kind of like, "Oh wow, that's a bit weird." Are you seeing the shift? Are you feeling the wave coming? The change.
1: No. I do. I don't. I think it's still early, but that wave is fairly yeah. It's building up to to, 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 to tsunami. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's that sounds like a good name for a book. I know tsunami. <laughs> there you go. You know There's I mean. another business idea in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is coming and it's coming fast. Yeah. So. Wow. And actually I think the more
0: people that do this, the more people will see wanting to do this. Because then, you know, we were saying before, but when you feel so good, you just want to tell everybody, everybody about it. So, so there you go. Thank you so much for your time. It, it's, oh. I think, to hear from people who are at ground level doing the things is so inspiring for people. So where can people find you Simone? Yes,
1: yeah, so jump onto my website. I'm not a total social guru, but and like me on Facebook and Instagram just you know search keto loco crazy good food and you'll find me there and I my mobile's numbers on there. Feel free to call me, email me, order online. And yeah, and enjoy my food hopefully.
0: Well, I enjoy your food immensely. So, and I've really enjoyed this chat. Thank you for being so honest and so authentic. And yeah, I just think you absolutely rock. And oh,
1: thank you so much, Emma. Thank you for this opportunity as well. I've really enjoyed our chat.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I will talk to you very soon. We'll have that coffee, hey?
1: Oh, absolutely. That long black is calling. <laughs> with, with cream. With
0: cream. <laughs> right. Bye, Simone.
1: Bye. Thank you.